702. Food feature. 17 minutes past one o'clock. Welcome back. You're listening to me, Gershwin Brooks, here on 702 in for Le this uh, afternoon on uh, Afternoons with Le or 702 Afternoons. Um, and as I said, up next is our guest, that is Jeff Zaki, owner and manager of Just Teddy Restaurant. Now, uh, the great South African bake-off contestant, uh, Mr. Zaki, has opened his second, uh, um, how do you say that, uh, patisserie, in Johannesburg. Good afternoon to you. Hi, how are you? Wonderful, wonderful. So, is that how you pronounce it? Is it a patisserie? It's a patisserie. Oh, patisserie. Don't sprain your soul there at all. No, I figured. Listen, it sounds fancy. It's it's in the culinary art, so so that's why you know you have to give a, a give it a bit of an accent. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so 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 one obviously walks into just Teddy. What do I sit down for? Um, I mean, is it anything from? A steak and chips, or is it is it very particular in terms of the menu? So, to quite right, we are very particular in our menu, but not to say we are overcomplicating uh, our brand and our offering. Our Hyde Park store, the original store, was uh, was was our, our initial inception for that store was uh, uh, something that mimics a hotel. When you think of a hotel, you think of really delicious food items ranging from the the most delicious breakfast, so, such as eggs Benedict's, simple fried eggs. All the way up to your steak and chips, your you know your luxury meat items, and and we've kept to that core foundation of our business. We really believe that our food is old school, proper old school, you know, a la carte hotel style food, but with our signature twist and luxury attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I and I guess you know I'm I'm going to go back to how you describe it as being old school or, or old fashioned for for lack of a better term, and and that's one of the fine thing. I mean that's one of the things that I find very intimidating about dining experiences. Um, you know, as of late, is is that there's a lot of stuff that I'm, and I guess it's maybe my ignorance, but wow, um, menus have just become very complicated and sort of very you know, new, for lack of a better term, very modern. You're quite right. You're quite right because the industry itself has lent everybody to be so competitive. Uh, it's it's dog-eat-dog uh, world, if I could say that. You always you always need to innovate and, you know, be something that stands out, given the saturation of food establishments. Mm. Uh, but being a purist, uh, you know, myself, I always believe that uh, the things that you grew up with, things that hold nostalgic value, in your mind and your heart will never ever go out of fashion. And I think there's still a place in this world for things of past and that's what I try to do with my food. You know, I want people to experience the memory that they had in their grandmother's house because that's what I did. You know, that's how I learned about food in my grandmother's house. And I use that as, if I can call it a unique selling point of my menu and my business, I want you to feel something when you eat my food. And I think that's what makes our brand special is that yes, it is innovative, it is classy, uh, I try not make it intimidating. As you said, food can be intimidating. Mm, but mm. I want it to be something that's a warm hug at the end of the day and the first hello at the beginning of your day. Uh, that, that's how I want my food to be. No, I get you. I, I mean, the one thing that stands out for me is obviously, you know, um, your your experience with uh, the Great South African uh, ba- Bake Off, right? And and that immediately brings to mind pastries, baking, ultimately. So so what role does that have to play in, in, in your menu? I mean, obviously, there is a major dessert element to it. I'm pr- 100% sure of that. But um, beyond that, um, what role does baking have to play in this, considering that that's sort of your claim to fame for some, for, you know, for, to some extent? 
So, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the core foundation of our business. I mean, being a patisserie uh, and a boulangerie, I mean, each, each you know, name lends itself to a specific discipline of baking. A patisserie is your fine cake and confectionery. Boulangerie is yeast at bread items and so forth. So it is the core foundation of our business. Mm. You know, a lot of restaurants have, you know, savory meals with the addition of dessert at the end of it. Our ethos is opposite around. We have patisserie and dessert, and then you have the addition of uh, savory attached to it. I never, not from the, the minute from day one, did we ever want to be a cafe that offered cake. We wanted to be a patisserie that offered breakfast and lunch. So it's it's it's, it's the really the, the you know the cornerstone of my business, which is our patisserie and our confection and sweet delights. Mm-hmm. No, I mean that uh, feels that, that sounds and, and and you know the feel of it sounds absolutely amazing. What I wanted to know is, I mean, obviously you have two venues now, at least in Johannesburg. I mean, to what extent are you involved there? Because I'm pretty sure that for many uh, of your patrons, when when they pitch up, you know, they want you, um, <laughs> you know, in the back, um, um, busy preparing their meals. So, so how do you sort of bring that balance with two venues? So. You know, that was always the challenge and the hurdle that we, we, you know, used, you know, in the start of any conversation. Whenever it was placed on the table is how do we split our family up? How do we still give, you know, the same experience? Mm. Because the unique selling point of our business is indeed the savior and execution of it. It's my family. You know, people know my business based on the family that runs it. Uh, so I myself am in Santon City. Uh, I'm the Lone Ranger, yeah? Uh-huh. I've, I've left all of my family in Hard Park uh, because I didn't want to disrupt Hard Park. It took us four years to get Hard Park to where it is now. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I wanted any patron, new or old, to say, oh, they've neglected their Hard Park store. That was the first thing I did not want to happen. So I took it upon myself to be the captain of the ship here in Santon and leave Hard Park untouched. I've left it as is. The original staff are there. The original chefs are there. The regional family members are there. It's just me, the Lone Ranger, and I think I'm doing a good job so far. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful to hear. But I mean, uh, you know, listening to 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 how you how you describe it, and obviously, uh, knowing the restaurant business is is probably one of the toughest businesses to be in, and especially uh, taking right. recent times into consideration, isn't it? Um, uh, you know, <laughs> we we sort of just kind of getting back to normal now. How difficult has it been for you to then come to that conclusion or to come to the decision and think to yourself that, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for opening up a second space? I think, I think it boils down to the, you know, I've, I've been conditioned. You know, hospitality is not an easy thing to walk into. Mm. It really tests you. Um, and I've been in the, the industry for quite a while now, not long enough to say that I'm not wet behind the years. So, I mean, I believe I'm still learning, but, you know, when you work in this type of industry, you are conditioned for a certain type of gal, a certain type of backbone and character, mm. if I could say it like that. So, yes, nobody can teach you how to navigate the pandemic. It, it's almost impossible. Nobody knew that would happen. But I believe from my family's, you know, bring it, how they've brought me up and the ethos that they've instilled in me and then the, the, the character in which they've molded me to be, saying that to what I've learned and my experiences in the hospitality industry has given me that, you know, that confidence and you know, well to say, I'm going to do this no matter what. I'm going to get through it and I'm going to do it. And mm, I'm mm. really grateful for that. Not to say I'm unique in that way. I think, I think it, as a whole, the industry gives you a type of backbone and character that very, very seldomly you can match in comparison to other industries. And I think that helped us get through the pandemic. And I think more, more, more so than that is that I'm present in my business and so is my family. 
I think people that really got out of the industry were people that were present in their business, people that had their head to the ground and listened to what the business was saying to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe a restaurant and any business can speak to you. You just need to be listening and be in tune with it. And I think that's, that there is the secret to why we got through the pandemic, that we knew what our business needed because we were present. Mm-hmm. Look, you've established a following over four, or a period of four years. Obviously, you've, you've uh, established some following in, in, in Hyde Park. What was your reception like in, in Santon thus far? So it's still early days. It's, it's only the first week. Uh, it, it blew my mind, if I'm quite honest with you, the reception. I, I've been in stores that open up you know, from day one and so forth, and it's, it's, it's really a drag. Mm. Uh, I'm really grateful and, and, you know, really blessed to have had the reception that we've had. Uh, as I said, it's still early days. Uh, it's a time of year where people have wound down and they've left Joburg. Uh, but I really think we've, we've blessed to what our reception has been. And I'm, I'm really, really excited for what the future brings because uh, it's, it's really been beautiful this opening week. No, that's absolutely stunning. Uh, last one for me, Jeff. I mean, in terms of your, your starting off in, in, you know, in, in the culinary space, and, and I'm also going to ask some of our listeners to chime in on double one double eight three zero seven zero two if they've been either to Hyde Park or to Sant and, 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 you know, how they've enjoyed uh, the, the dining experience there and the hospitality that they've experienced. So do give me a call if you can. But, I mean, your journey through, uh, you know, the culinary uh, process, uh, what was that? How, how did it come about? Um, was it one of those things where, I don't know, you were six years old and you knew that you always wanted to do this? Or is it something that you found along the way? Sure. I think I, think I am quite unique in how I came about into the industry. One being something that was default instilled in me, as you said, sit, you know, sitting at the table from the early age. Uh, as I said, I learned how to cook for my grandmother, uh, my grandparents. Uh, mm. Now, being from a Lebanese background, food is your bridge. It's the anchor in which you, you are grounded to. So there was always that, that food, how do I say, mentality instilled in me. It's just, I took it upon myself to become professional, a professional of it and a, and a student of it. Um, the real kick or sort of so push into the direction was that I was uh, a naughty child. I was delinquent, as it were. So I <laughs> uh, tried to college and told my friends to, you know, surround me in the industry that's ever-changing, and that is hospitality. So, you know, given my, how do I say, my naughtiness and, you know, what was instilled in me from an early age, I got pointed in the right direction, and I'm forever grateful that it was hospitality, because I really love it. I, I, mean, I really love hotels. I love restaurants. I love, I love that feeling you get by making a customer happy. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, the, the real, you know, the, the creme of the industry is that, you know, that small feeling of somebody being wild and blown away over something as tiny and minute as a cup of coffee or a croissant or just, just eggs done right. That small little happiness and joy that you bring to the day really, really, really fills my cup and makes me feel good about myself. I mean, ultimately being blown away by, by what is a necessity, isn't it? It is. I mean, exactly. You, know, you, you need to eat. You need to eat. You need to nourish your soul. And, you know, what you put in your body is so important. And, you know, if you go to establishments, not just mine, you know, places where they have mm. operators and stuff at the home that care. I really think it's, you know, again, I repeat, food is sustenance, it is life. And when you come to establishments that care and, you know, give they, themselves to it and you experience these places, I really think it's a blessing. It's something that really, really should be respected and they're given as much attention and nurturing to from both sides of the spectrum, between the customer and its operators. Because, no, definitely. Uh, again, we have to give life. Jeff, I see that we have Yusuf from uh, Kalani on the line. Yusuf, good afternoon. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, fine, and you? 
good. I, I, I've been to both the, the Hyde Park and the Stanton branch, and I really love it. But what I wanted to just get some clarity on is, uh, I believe you have, uh, you have two kitchens and you, you have a halal kitchen. Can you just speak to that a bit? Great, Paul. Thanks so, so much, Yusuf. We have a halal section in Stanton City. He just wanted to know that you have two sec- uh, two kitchens, and he just wanted some clarity on, on uh, where the halal kitchen is. Sure. So, we, again, we are not a halal certified whatsoever. In Hard Park Corner, we have two kitchens that separate our full production. Hmm. In Stanton City, we've completely omitted pork from our menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only use halal meats. I can give you the, the, the stores, if I can mention the names, where we purchase our food from am I allowed to? Um, not at this stage because we're running very short on time, but yeah, course, but, but, but ultimately you're taking all the measures that you can. In our sensitivity store, there's not an ounce of pork whatsoever or alcohol gelatin in our kitchen whatsoever. It's a completely halal friendly environment that only utilizes halal certified meats from reputable suppliers. Mm-hmm. And again, as a hard box store, as I said about a hard box store, we keep everything separated in our production. Excellent stuff. Teddy, just one last one. Um, just tell the listeners what they need to look out for, where they need to go, um, if they want to experience, uh, as you said, sort of uh, a reminder of home to some extent. So we are located on the first floor of Nelson Mandela Square within the Santon area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see us. We, we, there's palm trees all over. You'll identify the brand by its gold and its luxury aesthetic. And so to our Hard Park store, is still open. We are still on our second level of the Hard Park Corner Shopping Centre. Excellent stuff. Jeff, I'll definitely hit the turn. All the best to you, and uh, thanks for chatting to us this afternoon, man. Thank you. Have a lovely festive season. Thank you. You too. Thank you. That was uh, Jeff Saki, owner and manager of Just Teddy Restaurant, opening up just recently in Santon.